Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, or watch, and sitting next to me, as always, is... Hello, it is I, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How we doing out there, Nasty Boys and Girls, across the whole wide world? We're doing... We're still here. It's been it's been seven days. <laughs> it has been. It's actually been less than seven days. Oh, six days because we went six. Wednesday last week. We did. Yes, we yes, adjusted yes. the sketchy wedgie, made it all work. What you going to do? Call Ghostbusters. Yes, yeah, six six days have come and went. <laughs> Highs and lows in the moment. Yeah, they uh, since we spoke, the Reds are uh, four and uh, or sorry, two, two and. Three, two and three. Two and three. We right? played five games since we've last done this podcast. Man, and math can be hard. Two and three. Yeah. Two and three. Five games, six days. And then we also did, uh, we lost to the Dodgers. So we got swept by the Dodgers, took two out of three from the Giants. Yes, that was a big one, man. That was huge. Fam went out there, got his... Family. Yeah, got, yeah. I mean, the fam shirts were a huge hit. Massive hit. Those fucking ripped. <laughs> they were awesome. Those rippled throughout baseball social media. It was nice to see. And then, you know, fam didn't like hit, hit any into McCovey Cove or anything, but like he got his hits. He had a couple ribbies, you uh, know. I mean, that one seven run inning. We'll get to it, but still, yeah. it was tight. It was real that tight. That series was sick. How about the fact that that news came out? That Tommy Pham has been wanting to slap him since the whole thing. Like, this has lasted longer than the 2021 season. Yeah. Because when they, what was it, when he was with the, before the Braves, who was Jock Peterson with the Cubs? Yes. Or was it after, whatever. But Tom, but Jock Peterson stayed in the clubhouse and on the bench, or the dugout. When Pham was a Cardinal? Uh-uh. When Fam was a Padre. So Fam was a Padre and Peterson was a Cub. Cub and then a Brave. So I don't know when in the timeline of 2021 this happened. So it was just beef in general. Right. And that he and Peterson hid from him until this year when he came to Cincinnati. Yeah. And Fam, don't forget. And that's when he went out and slapped so him. The beef so this has preceded been, the fantasy football thing? It proceed No, no, no. It preceded... Uh, 2022 and the 2021 season. So okay. it sounds like this happened in 2020. Okay. So when he was also, when Jock was also a uh, a Brave, or sorry, a Dodger still, Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. So they so were both on the West Coast together because yeah. that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Why they would all be in that league. Yeah, right. And, and the Trout would be the commissioner also being in Los Angeles. That's what I'm saying. That makes more sense. It's, start, it's all starting to come together, and it, the story just doesn't stop. Slapgate, baby. But, yeah, we'll talk more about that series, but it was good to go out there and, you know, yeah, 
fun moments, ass craft shoving, just good yeah. shit, good stuff. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was. How was your weekend? I had a fucking excellent weekend, man. Yeah. Stellar weekend. Yes. Uh, weekend off of comedy. I did um, Friday night. I was hanging out up at the club. Yeah. Uh, which was which was very fun. Tolamash. Uh, Sarah Tolamash. Yeah, she was great. Um, not a killer weekend of shows, honestly. Uh, just perfect weather outside. You can't beat that. It, wa- it was like it was two weeks where it was like ninety degrees and shitty, <laughs> and, and then just... now it feels like you know it's like perfect Cincinnati summer weather. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was good hanging out with her and Osha, and they were you know they did great. And uh, Saturday. Had a great day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did went, you hit the links? Uh, Friday, actually, I hit the links. Oh! Friday morning is when I hit the links at 7 a.m. Whoa, where? Newman. Way out west. Okay. Way out on the west, uh, like 30 minutes from Mary, like west, west. <coughs> and uh, yeah, 7 a.m. tea time. Nice. It was fun as hell. I played uh, two nines. So they have three nine-hole courses, but I, so I played 18 holes. Yeah. Fucking shot. 41-41. Okay. 82, baby. There you go. Awesome. 82. Went out about, at, yeah, shot an 82 with like two triples on each nine. Holy shit. Yeah, so I was like pretty on. I was pretty much just going, yeah, like fairway, two-putt par, you know? Are you, uh, so are you treating, like, golf as your coffee in the morning? Like, that's a great way to get up, get at it. It is an excellent way, man. I mean, it's such a cool, I'm, yeah, you get up at seven, if you play 18 holes, I mean, you're, you've done a whole ass thing, and it's not even, like, 11.30. Yeah. You know, it's really good. So, it's a fun way to start your day. Obviously, just monetarily, I can't start my day off <laughs> every day with an early, you know, morning of golf. Sure, but still, I mean, it was it was excellent. Was it four seventy five for a venti iced coffee from Starbucks? Right, and then cart fees and eighteen holes. Yes, twenty two bucks. Not the same. <laughs> yeah, not exactly the same. No. It would be like going and buying your seven best friends coffees every morning, <laughs> and one of them gets avocado toast. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, but that was fun. And then Saturday ruled. I'd had like a, a my cousin Joey. Shout out Joey Dressman. Uh, graduated high school. Congratulations, Joey. Joey, he's the man. Yeah, he's going to Indiana University in Bloomington. Oh, there you go. It's pretty cool. And uh, so, yeah, it was just a good time. My family rules. My Aunt Sally, my mom's sister, married into another family that is just, they are the shit. They're so (laughs) cool, man. Yeah, just big-ass Northern Kentucky Catholic family, fun times. Oh, yeah. I did stand-up. Really? They asked me to do stand-up, and I was like, fuck no. And then I was like, okay. Yeah, you got a couple more beers. Yeah, I had three seltzers, and I was like, you know what? I'll Let me rip. <laughs> so, yeah, I just did some riffing, told a little story about Joey from mm-hmm. him growing up, and uh, and then did the, the story about taking my little cousin Natalie to the Drake concert. Yeah, oh, that's, she a, was, that's a fun Because she was there. Yeah. And, uh, dude, it was such a great time. That's awesome. I hung out there, just good seeing my family, and uh, yeah, it's the the geek out of time, dude. That all of the you know all my little cousins are in college. Makes At least all so the dressmen. Yeah, I know dressmen's. You know, Natalie lives in fucking Colorado. She's a nurse. Holy shit! It's crazy. And then you had to sneak her in to see Drake, who put out a new album that's terrible. Man, that Drake it's album so bad. Here's my take on it, like. 
No, I don't <laughs> dig that music. There's a couple songs on it where I'm just like, yeah, put it on at a party, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Here's my here's what I will say. I'm not just gonna like bag on Drake because Drake is a superstar. Yeah. He's huge. It's incredible the number of hits that he's put out, the consistent number of just like banger, banger, banger for like a decade. It snuck yeah. up on us. It's been like ten years. Yeah. Longer. And uh I think it's kind of epic. It seems like a troll. Like it seems like like a troll album release. Yeah. It's called what's it called? Like fuck it whatever. Honestly, never mind. Honest, yeah, I who knows. It's like I think it's kind of tight. It's like I don't know. Uh, maybe this is a jump, but it's like it's like Bowie-esque or like Dylan going electric or it's like to just see a guy who's so fucking big just be like, here's this completely different thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I fuck with that. That's cool. I like like just like giving the artist, he just was like, let's do some weird shit. I like that. I don't like the product of it, but right. I like the idea that Drake is just like, yeah, man, I just want to put out an album like this. But he's not doing something that's that different himself. Yeah. Okay, he's still doing that weird half-sing rap thing that he does yeah. forever that creates either bangers or something that should drown in a lake. Yeah. What he told his producers to do is, I want you to make dance beats... And then I'm going to do what I do on top of them. Yeah. There's not a whole lot different than he does. If you want to look back and be like, oh, there's like a dance album that has rap on it that's good, just look at what Run the Jewels has done. Yeah, right. Those are, if you listen to those beats, those are dance beats. Yeah. But what Drake put out is rushed dog shit. It's really bad. I wonder how long he was in the studio making that album. How long's the album? 47 minutes? Yeah. He was in the studio 49 minutes. It was really bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's really not good, man. It's really not good. But again, it's like, I think, just maybe it's just because I'm a Drake fan or whatever. Sure. But like, I think it's so funny that it's not good. <laughs> you know? I think it's hilarious that it's bad. I agree. And Certified Lover Boy wasn't that good either. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, I think he's just like putting out, spe- like basically just doing a special a year. Well, it, yeah, he's doing he's a like, special this is what a year. I'm working on. And it's like part of the reason why the special a year or the album a year or whatever it is, it's just like a byproduct of the content, the world of content and the monetization mm-hmm. of content and just throwing it out there. And it's like, you know, ultimately, it really doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Do you know? Imagine Drake's next album, the anticipation, the follow-up to just be like, no one's going to say, man, Drake's last album was bad. I'm not going to check out his next album. (laughs) More people will check out the next album. You know, and I'm not saying that that's like some, like intentionally didn't just put out a dog shit album. Sure. But that's how it will end up happening. Yeah. You'll just surprise everybody. And that's just, you know, and I know it's like, you know, he's not an artist in the sense of like, whatever, Mozart. But you know what I'm, you know, (laughs) he does have an artist mentality, even though he is like an industry and like a billionaire or whatever. He, he is an artist. He was, he's a fucking actor, rapper, you know, he was drawn to this life. Sure. So I just think it's cool that Drake just had a, Swing in the miss. I mean, what? So he's been putting out albums every year since 2015. With the one with... Uh, he's put out an album a year for seven years. Correct. What a time to be alive. That him, The few, one with him in future. Views, More Life, Scorpion, which is a double album. 
care package, and then he put out the Dark Lane demo tape in 2020, which demo tape, still 50 minutes, and then 2021 Certified Lover Boy, and then honestly, never mind. Yeah. Which is nuts. Great. Good for you. But also, if you think about it, when you have that much behind you and you're that big of an artist, you should be able to get any producer at any time to come in and be like, hey, I got to put an album out. It doesn't seem, it seems like that, that's, uh, that's the way that I would put it. I got to put an album out. I'm on a roll. Take a year off. There's nothing wrong with that. Every great artist has a worst album. They do. 100%. You know, every great artist has a worst album. <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is 100% it. Uh, I yeah, mean, even the albums that you just rattled off, like the, the last seven. Right. Like, even if as an album, those things aren't just complete classics or whatever. Yeah. All seven of those albums have had at least one very, very popular Ridiculous. song. Oh, yeah. You know, of and then, but this album right now, it's like. There's two. There's one banger that's like hitting whatever TikTok. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that was another thought when I listened to this. I was like, damn, this dude really made an album for TikTok sounds. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the future. It is. And see, that's, it's like evolving. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's that's so weird. That's the present. And that's the future. That's so funny. That is, no, that is the fucking present, dog. (laughs) That's so funny. It's freaking wild. It is freaking wild. It's nuts. He did. He made a damn TikTok album. What's next? What is now? I mean, seriously, where are we going to next? Because now we're making albums for TikTok, and TikTok is literally just flicking your thumb and looking at minute and a half to three minute videos or yeah. whatever. Where do we go from here? Because how much more production can you have aside from entering the metaverse and putting on a fucking goddamn dumbass goggle? Kit? Right, exactly. And I think that's why that that has been pushed and talked about so much because it's like really what is it it's like the next thing isn't like three 3d ticked 3d instagram reels you know it's it is it has to be some form of more subversive or uh, submersive rather sure not subversive submersive without looking like an asshole yeah right exactly (laughs) and see that's the thing is it's like Dude, they tried it early. Do you remember how how hard Google Glass flopped? Yeah, and it was just because it was a little too early. Mm-hmm. But and and like who knows? Who knows where it'll go? But I just think that most people, no matter how <laughs> technically inclined you are, I think just like yep. your average Joe, and the average Joe now has a fucking two PC setup in their office. And, yes. no, and you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. are fairly astute. Yes. We make fun of it and shit. My dad just retired. He's 66 years old and like ripped a fucking three monitor computer for 15 years. Right. You know, it's like people are like, I don't know. I guess um, I think most people don't want to take that step. No. Most people are like, dude, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to wear like automated (laughs) reality glasses to go to Kroger where it shows me the price. (laughs) Fuck off. No. Like, I, you know, I'll just keep my, let's just keep the supercomputer in my pocket. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'll just, I'll just have a crook in my neck because I'm just staring down the whole time and I'm just moving. And the AR augmented reality stuff for sure is where it has headed and we'll see what happens next. Oh, man. And I mean, I guess most people talk about this shit, but comedians especially and just like, you know, podcasters and like people who try try to utilize this technology and the social media and the internet and stuff to try to help their careers. So we're thinking like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Like we're hyper thoughtful of it. Yeah. And like, I've had this conversation with so many people Yeah, and 
I think the, I don't know, I could be wrong, but it just feels like there will be a natural reverting. Sure. By not everybody. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. I think the majority of people will probably just kind of go with whatever is next. Sure. As vague as that sounds. They just yeah. kind of want to stay, you know, stay comfortable, keep my fucking ducks in a row. Yeah. I got, here are my priorities. And, uh, and that's wonderful. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think there will be, people will like revert back and just kind of maybe re- put the phone down a little bit. Sure. And just use it, utilize it for the tools to just yeah, live events and go out <laughs> yeah, and yeah, actually yeah. be a person. So here's also what I'm thinking about, like your next big comic that, you know, whatever is going to be someone that doesn't do like social media, someone who isn't constantly posting reels, someone who isn't yeah. constantly tweeting, someone who isn't constantly posting stories, someone who isn't constantly posting. It's someone where it's like word of mouth. Like, have you seen this guy? Yeah. Have you seen them? And then like, next thing you know, it's everyone else talking about them and then yeah. showing up to a club. And that to is see still kind I mean, what you described right there is more or less like what I'm, trying to do right now is sure. you know it's it's like um you do just want to get as good enough but it's like it does seem kind of impossible to not like you ha- at least have to embrace the internet and the reels and the tiktok and all of that you really do have to embrace that at least for a period of time sure and uh yeah that's something i've been thinking a lot about i need to we yeah, yeah just, just gotta start lot. just gotta start taping the sets at the very least. I know every I was... single set at least gotta start taping them. And mm-hmm. you know I won't tape my set at the hub. Yeah, it's not like that. But anytime I find myself in a booked show where something could happen, mm-hmm. gotta tape it. Yep. If for no other reason, just to say here it is. Yeah. And then is that if the next step is like just watching it, writing what I want done, and then giving somebody five hundred bucks to say, hey, edit this for twenty hours or yeah. whatever. <laughs> You know? Right. I, I feel like, you know, like I was doing that for a while and then I just, I think I just stopped for some reason, just stopped filming as I was doing it all yeah. the time. And then, cause I was just letting it pile up and then I didn't do anything with it. Right. So it's just like, I all mean, right. That's what my audio record, I guess there's not much I could do with them. I listen to them. Well, my, but I mean, I've got like what, six fucking years worth yeah. of just Dude, open I have, mics. I have eight years on the cloud. Because I do it every time. It's that, just in the in the in the in the move. It's just click done right next to me. As soon as I get up there, so I have thousands upon thousands of recordings. And my idea was to do it by year, and then bundle them and sell them as NFTs. Oh shit! And then the market crashed, and then I'm just gonna keep them. I'm just gonna keep them for me. Yeah. So because I'm not gonna be a guy who's just selling those for three dollars now. Maybe. You know, like in the future, we're talking about like what's next and all this stuff. Maybe yeah. some cool utilization uh, is like in the future, you can just go into the cloud and I don't know what, get them all transcribed or get them <laughs> yeah. all shrunk or some, some way to transform them into something useful. Right. Or, you know, between the podcast and all of those recordings on the cloud, maybe they could, in the future, run all of that shit through an AI, and they could, you know, have yeah. a Billy. Yeah, they you just know, have me rep- going around. Replicate, replicate your consciousness somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just having them set up in the living room, that telling kind of jokes shit. to the family. Right, man. Yeah. Then never have to leave your house, yeah, and exactly. we're all just constantly divided, and we're, you know, always alone, but always together. Right. 
Hey, that's scary. Keep, keep the consciousness that's, of your people. That's scary. Yeah, I know, man. Well, instead of, you know, going down this complete rabbit hole, I did something this weekend that you got to try. I smoked Cincinnati chili for the first time. Pretty fucking good. It finally happened. It after, was. It's really good. After years of talking about it, I did it. Yeah, there's there's no. So you didn't. You just took how many cans? I took four cans of Skyline and, and just dumped them into yeah, like a Dutch, Dutch oven. oven. And then I put them on my smoker. And so no doctoring up, no extra Billy <laughs> seasoning, just Skyline smoked. Just Skyline add smoke. Okay. It's amazing. It's it very is good. really, really good. It, I just had a, I just had a bite of it cold out of the Dutch oven, and it's incredibly good. It's thick. It thickens it up a little bit. It gets a little more fatty somehow because it's sweating the meat a little bit. It's yeah. in there. It's so good. It is incredibly so, tasty. I did that this weekend, and now the gears are in motion. Okay? Yes. It's just going to get out of hand from here. Silly Billy, baby. Silly Billy's chili. Let's make it fucking happen. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. for real, actually do because I am. I mean, you can make your own Cincinnati style, and I will. And then the next step is then just continue testing and getting it rolling, and then who knows? We'll go from there. Have a pop up, maybe. Yeah. And then just let the ball roll. Let my imagination roll, and see what happens, man. There's no time. What's nice about this is about having like a passion project like this is that there is no timeline. Yeah. I can just do it whenever I want. Do it when it pleases you. And then, you know what? It pleased me this weekend to be like, I was just walking around Kroger like, I kind of want to just make shit because I didn't have any plans either. I was going to go. You could do pop-ups at Go Bananas. You could do pop-ups at the Bell and the Bear. Yeah. Could do. Um, the Bell and the Bear just had a dude out on their patio just slinging hot dogs and burgers the other day off a grill. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man, it rips. You I'll, should. I'll hit Karis when I'm si- ready. Silly Billy's chili, man. I'll run with that because that the bite of that smoked. It's the a game bite changer. of the, the yes, it is a fucking game changer. Yeah, it is a monster game changer because, like, look, trademark. What if that's the thing that just pops off for you? I don't even know. You got merch in the bag. That's easy. You got a team of fucking people that could whip you up a cool ass logo, uh-huh. and you could get that for like you know. Friend prices. Right. So it's like the overhead's fairly low. You got the smoker. Yeah. Obviously, you can't, you know, you start off, you're not making like tons and tons and tons of it just because you get, yeah, dude, I don't know. It's like, that just seems the overhead wise, it plays into shit you already know how to do. Uh Uh-huh. There's a lot already in motion where I'm like, I feel very good about yeah, this. You mar- yeah, I don't there's know. There's a ton. There's already t- so many people in place that are very excited. I have had multiple people tell me, like, just the idea of what I was doing. Like, how do I invest? I'm like, invest in what? Me cooking in my backyard? Let me figure it out first. Right. Come up with a plan, and then we'll go from there. Right. So there is definitely a lot happening. I'm also just staring at the big boy painting still. Yeah, man. Well, cuz that's the future right over there. Yeah, no shit. All right. Is I, a, you're a rich food mogul who has to get around in a rascal. Look, <laughs> that's the dream. God damn, that's the dream. Uh, all right, I can't hold on cuz I'm getting distracted. Okay, here we go. Okay, here yeah. we go. Big surprise here, Appar- he's guys. He's breaking to me a surprise uh, on the I've show. Been, I have been hyping this up all the past couple days. And it was nice that you mentioned family. What do we got here? I'm going to need you to take a look at that and then show the camera. Okay. And then I have another surprise for you. Whoa! No way! (laughs) How fucking sick is that? Oh my God, dude. That is so sick. Right? Look at that. That is... 
officially licensed through the Major League Baseball Players Organization. No way! And it's his first one. He hasn't had a shirt made. According to their records, he has not had anyone hop on that yet. So, you got the first one. The link is up, and it's ready to go. <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking cool, Bill. Right? So go would to... Would that be at intheclutch.com? It would be at intheclutch. So you can, Lexington, if you, Webby, everyone you know, you can go to intheclutch.com, use promo code NASTYBOYS with an S. Yes, plural it. And get 10% off of this shirt. Bill, dude, thank you. Of course. Man. And, and here's the cool part, guys. With Major League Baseball and how it's all set up, a portion of the sales, none of it's going to the Brewers. Portion of the sales are going to Trevor. Going to Trevor God. I'm going to put it on, dude. Yep. So, very exciting stuff. Check it out. Go to intheclutch.com. That's so fucking sick. <laughs> oh, Bill, man. I thought it's you would dig. It's in the family. It's in the family. We'll get... Man. Yeah. I dig heavy. Thank you to Kyle Mitchell, who was like, we got to do something for Trevor. I was like, yeah. He listens every week. And he's like, it's like, yeah. We got to do it for Lee's buddy. Dude, I, it should have dawned on me, but shout out Kyle Mitchell. He's the dude. Damn. How fucking this rad. This is so rad. Bill, wow. I'm, that's so sick. <laughs> I'm going to call him when I leave here. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. So there we go. How about that? How yeah, about that baby. Activated on the IL, too. Trevor Scott. So he's ready to roll. Back in the bullpen. So, and also, that's a one-of-a-kind Right there, because they didn't have a large of the warehouse and just like Heather Gray, or there's Heather Gray, light blue, and then uh, natural, like a light, really light brown color. Damn, dude. So I'm the only person in America wearing this right now? The only one. That's fucking right, dude. It's fucking rad as shit. That is so cool. So go to intheclutch.com and search Trevor Gott. And there you go. And one thing Kyle wanted me to relay is like, I hope his grandma wears it so it's a, so that his grandma is wearing a, a D's nuts joke <laughs> with her grandson yeah. on it. Yeah. So it's fucking sick. Um, super pumped. I'm glad that it was just such a surprise. Dude, they just got his form exactly right. They got the flow coming out of the back, man. Ev- yeah, dude, we'll get a ton of people buying this. I'll, I can't wait to put this out. Yeah, it's going to be sick. And it's ready. It's literally ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to link it in, uh, I'll, I'll link it in the YouTube description. So that's also super exciting shit right there. Fuck yeah, man. So there we go. That's so that exciting. I can't wait. Oh my God. I cannot <laughs> wait to post that. So yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Thank you very much. You're it's welcome. like a thing, because I was asking him, I was like, what's the surprise? Is it like a physical thing, or is it like an experience? What is yeah. it? And he goes, it's a thing. And I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> but this is more than a thing, because, you know. It's family, it's dude. It's family. It's, uh, yeah, dude, that rips. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, man. Of course, dude. And now my fit matches. You're ready to roll. Dude, top T to B. You look yeah, good. Yeah, come on, man. There it is. The T to B. T to B. I like that, dude. So, yeah. That's cool. In the in a live sponsor uh, plug. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This <laughs> is no, from in the clutch. This is it. There is nothing better than actually handing you something that is from the sponsor. That's what I'm saying. It's like a whole fucking thing. Damn, we're professional as fuck, dude. There it is. <laughs> That's awesome. We fucking did it. Yeah, man. We fucking did it, dude. But... 
And we were we were going on some tangents too. So yeah, I know you were just dying to do that. I was just like, yeah, I've just been sitting here holding it in. I got it at like two thirty, and I've just been oh. like, I almost was like, oh, I gotta send a picture. I gotta send a picture. I was like, no, just no, dude, fucking the pay for you, man. It was so worth it. Totally worth it. So worth just the wait. That's why I felt a little disconnected. I was so excited. I could tell, man. There you go. Like, uh, 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 okay, okay, done. So I, should I have done it up top? Absolutely not. No, you did it perfectly. Perfect timing right here. So off the IL, ready to roll. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Come on. You got got. Come on. So now you got got. Oh, yeah, and also to sports drink. The at... Sports drink without the vowels. They are the cross-section of sports and not sports. Exactly what this podcast is. Yeah. And uh, when you come in, make sure you don't let the funk out. So check them out. Don't do it, baby. Keep that funk in there so it's nice and steamy. Living in the funk. Come Come on. on. Let's run it down. Shall we? We shall. Do we have to fucking talk about the Dodgers? No, they're so good. They're better than everyone else. Everyone on their team is the best hitter on everyone else's team. Yeah. You know what's absolutely wild, though, when you take a look at how we're, like, just singing the Dodgers' praises and all this stuff. Like, they're just so fucking good, all this stuff. And top to – I mean, but here's what's crazy. When you look at the standings, the Padres are only, like – Half a game back. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, well, the Padres also. Without, they're without Manny Machado, and they are, or is he back? I, I think know. he is back. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. But they're without Tatis. They're yeah. the, one of the best players in baseball. Yeah, they're one and a half games back, dude. Good team. Good team. You got a killer, uh, killer starting rotation. Snell hasn't really lived up to the hype. No, he was, has. He's, got, he's still got a broken heart from Tampa Bay. Yeah. He's broken heart is a polite way to put it. Yeah. Which come on, dude, you're in that system. You know how it works. A, a, a quick side note on the Dodgers thing. Um, Cause after they beat up on us, like a drum, they went to Atlanta. How cool was and that? Freddie Freeman got all that love mm-hmm. and then broke news broke today. Freddie Freeman has left his representation. He is now self-represented. Isn't oh. that interesting that he goes back to Atlanta cries for three days yeah and then that when he gets back on a plane to go home to la he goes you know what i don't like how that whole thing went down bye you're fired you're fired yeah and he's like you know he goes back to his mansion in la and his beautiful family but there was you know there's a weird part of his brain that was just like fuck i wanted to stay in atlanta i was there for 12 years i wanted to figure it out well he went there yeah i mean think what's going through your brain i mean he's crying out there Dude, not that's not crying. That's weeping. Weeping, and then had to step out of the batter's box, wipe the tears, and then get back in. I know, man. And it, dude, I feel for the guy. He, that's where he grew up. Imagine the emotions. It's where he grew up as a man. It's where, and then you see what he got Got from the people after twelve years, and then leaving in, you know, yeah, almost prime. Maybe a little, you know what I'm saying, but still, Mm -hmm. like, you, you. That thought, that thought going through your head, being like, "Damn, if I played seven more years here, I would have been the greatest brave of all time." Oh no way! Ah, no way! You have to compete with Hank oh, Aaron. Hank Aaron yeah. You have to compete with Chipper Jones. If 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 Freddie Friedman had stayed there 
for what seven more years, he would have surpassed Chipper Jones. I think it would have been. I think it would be comparatively generational. He would be on the list, but I don't think that he would have passed over Chip. I really don't. Defensively and offensively, I mean, yeah, they did bring the city of Atlanta the same amount of championships. Yeah, and World Series. Maybe they could have gotten more. I guess every I guess everything but, gets skewed just because of like the generational and everything. But yeah. it's like you know, at the end of the day, I think we'll look back and be like Freddie Freeman, the better player between him and Tripper Jones. Maybe. I think that we'll, what I'm more intrigued to see on the trajectory is who's going to be better with Freddie Freeman and Matt Olson. Yeah. That is where I'm at because Matt Olson's That'll more power. That'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. Matt Olson's more power. Uh, he's younger. But, I mean, you've got Freddie who is 31, 32. So he'll finish because he's our age. Yeah. He'll finish. In Atlanta, in, in Los Angeles, forties, late in the contract, or they just fucking, they're like, we're the brave, or we're the Dodgers. We'll eat that money. Yeah, you get get out of here and go back to Atlanta. Yeah. But overall, I'm intrigued to Hopefully, see where they both go. That would be go. awesome if he could end up back in Atlanta. Yeah, could it's you a DH. imagine? Yeah, that'd be fucking that would red. Be sick. That'd be so. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Like you can tell, the fan base was so great because of all the pictures of people stitching together their Dodgers and Braves. Yeah. Jerseys. Oh yeah. I was like, man, that's a lot of love. Yes, that was. It was a shocking amount of because love. because fuck the Dodgers. Yes. They were all able to be like fuck the Dodgers, but not Freddie Freeman. But not right. And when it was do you cool. I mean, and, uh, you know, at one point there were, it was prevailing just claps and love. Yeah. You could hear some boo birds in certain points. Sure. But those, you know, whatever, contrarians at every ball game. Of course. But it was kind of crazy, man. I mean, we're talking like sustained standing ovations for a player on the other team. That they had faced back to back years in the NLCS. Yes. In a Dodgers <laughs> uniform, bro. I really, I. I That's, think, what a casualty. At least we're not I'm not a Braves fan, but I hate that Freddie Freeman is a Dodger. I do too. I hate it. I, I wanted him to be a, a Brave. It's still just the class war of baseball. Yeah. That, well, it's just the class war we're dealing with in general in life is being portrayed on the field. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, oh, he went to the he went nope, oh, went to the West Coast, got paid out the asshole. Yeah. I mean, it's also so telling when Alex Anthopoulos was crying when they traded for Matt Olson. Right. And just how much they wanted him. It was technically a smart baseball move. Younger, same kind of metrics, more power. You're like, yeah, I go, can I go that way? Yeah. But heart and soul of the run. Him and Jock, dude. Heart and soul of the run. It's But, I mean... <sighs> The Braves are still going to be so good for so long. So, so it's good for so long. I mean, so it's, it's hard to feel bad. Yeah. For it's like I think like this just this moment you feel bad and you look back at it, but then the rest of the year they're you know the Braves are still climbing. The fact that also oh, like, they're just going to get better. Yes. I mean they're the youngest best team in the league by far. Yeah. And also the fun fact of the Dodgers hitting up on Kenley Jansen. Yeah. Was was also a fun storyline there. Yes. And uh, I mean, but fuck both of them for real. No doubt, it's a Reds podcast. God damn it! God damn it! Um, but we got our fucking asses beat. Yeah. <laughs> the the next two games by the Dodgers lost eight 
to four with Luis Castillo pitching five innings, five hits, four earned runs, three walks, six Ks, which against that lineup, one through nine, Jesus fucking yeah. Christ, good for you. Yeah, not bad. That you limited the damage that much on a beautiful, beautiful hot day in Great American Paul Park. Right. Um, <clears throat> And Tyler Anderson went out and five innings pitched, five hits, four runs, three of them earned, one walk, two Ks, gave up a dinger to Albert Armora Jr. Yep. Um, also, we had uh, doubles by Brandon Drury and our boy, Kyle Farmer. But Freddie Freeman also went absolutely berserk in that yes. series. It was almost like he was using that as like, just to get ready for Atlanta. Yeah. He's like, I'm the adrenaline dump. He was just out there fucking mashing. Dude, he was like 10 for 18 with three homers. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Jesus. Unfrickin' real. Frickin' nuts. Um, sorry, for some reason I'm looking at our screen here. It says it's still recording, so that's good. But the picture's still. So it might just be an audio-only one this week. Yeah. Yay! Um, so, not great. Because then the bullpen... Joel Kuhnel got fucking smoked. Ross Detweiler... I mean, it was he got he got hung with the loss because he had one inning pitched, one hit, one earned run. But Joel Kuhnel, one inning pitched, one hit, three earned runs, two walks, two strikeouts. Not a good look, Bob. And then Fart Warren and uh, Morita... Shut it down. Kuno needs to bring back the goatee, man. I think so. I think he also needs to put on like 20 more pounds. Yeah, no shit. I think he needs to be like David Weathers fat. Yeah, just get so much fatter. So much. It'll help you so much, dude. Yeah. Trust me. Get Pete Harnish fat. (laughs) Just don't get Jumbo Diaz fat. Yeah. Or get fatter than that. Oh, get so much bigger. Get David Wells fat. Oh, yeah. Just get drunk and throw no-nos. That'll be great. That's great. And then Thursday... The Reds lost 10 to 5 with Hunter Green getting fucking shelled. Gave up three homers, five innings pitched, nine hits, six runs, six, all of them earned, two walks, three Ks, three dingers. Jeff Hoffman followed up with one and two thirds with three hits, two earned runs, one walk, one strikeout, one homer. Um, and Donovan Solano finally slid into the lineup. He had a double, Tommy Pham had a homer. Mashing. I love watching Tommy Pham hit. He's just barreling it up and yes. smoking yeah. it. Yeah, he's so he's very good at hitting. Very good at hitting line drives into the gap. Yes. And he's fast. God, he lines that ball. Love that dude. The homer sheet for the Braves, so it's probably about a six font on my screen, yeah. and it's this big. Yeah, it's very long. It is probably three Here, inches. Here's who all hit home runs. Yeah, and then Clayton... Clayton Kershaw, six innings pitch, seven hits, one earned run, seven, one walk, seven Ks, no homers, Jesus Christ. But Phil Bickford came in, and that's when we were like, oh, we're going to make it close. And he pitched two-thirds of an inning, four hits, four earned runs, one homer. But, fuck, didn't happen. No. Nope. So it doesn't matter, because we went into what the most important series in this Reds, probably for this Reds team, all year. Yeah. I mean, up to this point with, you know, you're 24 games under 500, you're out, you're out, you're out. You've, you know, you know, everyone in the locker rooms looking around like, damn, who's gone? Yeah. Who's next? Who's going to be gone? And, uh, yeah, this was a big ass series. Eyes were on us. There were t-shirts worn. There's beef to be had. There was going to, you know, San Francisco, every game out there sells out. Now I wonder where you could get that Tommy fam shirt that the team wore. Pretty cool. It's like the onomatopoeia from the old Batman 
uh, comics. It yeah. says fam. I mean, everyone saw it. It went a little, yeah. went a little baseball viral. It's pretty sick. Cincyshirts.com or in the clutch.com. Yeah, it, baby. It was pretty sweet. It was so cool watching that roll in. But anyway, we produced on the field, which is what was most important. Yes. With uh, the Reds won four to two and took care of Alex Cobb. He only pitched four and a third innings, five hits, three runs, two of them earned. Sloppy defense from the Braves this series, yeah. huh? Love to see that. Four strikeouts, no homers. Um, there were. I don't think. I'm trying to think if there was the only homer that was hit this series was by. Um, was it Evan Longoria? Did anybody else hit homers I in this series? I think it was series? just Longo. One on Saturday, if I'm correct. Um, but you have doubles from Mike Moustakis in this series. Um, and Graham fucking Ashcraft, dude. Just back on it, man. Preaching. With that, dude, when he's on, he's on. Dude, the, from the, the Church of Ashcraft, eight innings pitched, six hits, two earned runs, eight strikeouts, one homer. Which was given up to Evan Longoria. How many walks? None. Zero. Zero. Zero walks. He, not one free base. Not one. That is a uh, good sign. You know what's interesting about that? I pulled up his pitch mix, and I was looking at that. Because, of course, come on. I'm going to come with those numbers. Billy's a pitch mixer. Dude, when you look at what he did, and he got fucking shelled against Milwaukee, he only threw his fastball 13. 13.5% of the time. Just his regular four-seam fastball. Okay? Right. He threw his slider 48% of the time. His cutter 39% of the time when he just got demolished. And then Friday, he threw... He didn't throw his fastball once, but he threw his cutter 66.4% of the time. His slider 20.2% of the time. He didn't throw his fastball? Uh-uh. And then he threw his, uh, oh, come Not on. Not one time? Mm-mm. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then he didn't throw his sinker at all. Nope. He did not throw. That is correct. Hold on. Let me double check that. Actually, before I'm, before I'm just deemed a moron. Yeah. He didn't throw his four-seamer at all. It was all fucking sinkers, cutters, sliders. Yowza. He got back to what he was what he was good at, which is what he said. He's like, I just need to command with my fastball. Yeah. And he went out and did it. He's the only dude, and I said this last night on the Saw and Ranto podcast, he's the only guy I know who can throw a hundred for contact. <laughs> if he I, I yeah. don't know anybody else who does that. Yeah. They're always trying to go for the K and exactly. go high in the zone. He's trying to go in on the hands yeah. with a 94, 95 mile an hour cutter or a hundred mile an hour. A hundred mile per hour gas thrower who's not a K first guy is is pretty wild. It's wild. It's like the evolution. It's the ev- it's the that's next step about. of the evolution, you know? That's what we talked about last year. It's like cause we were like, what is the next step gonna be? When we talked with uh, our guy from Fangrass, yeah, oh yeah, 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 and he and it's slowly starting to come to that, which is more control over speed and 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 uh, spin, but like, but the speed but, is still there, but it's still there. He's throwing ninety nine. It's fucking insane. Yeah, baby. Um, you love to see it. You just love to see it. And Senzel went two for three in that game. Yeah, baby. Senzel had a fucking series. We'll get to that after we get we get through here. Yeah, right uh, after we got done talking mad shit about him, he did go out and put his, up yeah. RBIs, I think, in every game out in San Francisco. I think it's because he listened. Yeah, he must listen to the pod. He Nikki, has to. Nikki, we love you. You know last week we were just... We were just... Get, hey, we were putting you on the coals, dude. Yeah, man. We believe. That's what the game is. 
Uh, and then fucking what we thought would happen with Mike Miner happened with Mike Miner. The Reds lost nine to two, and Evan Longoria had another home run. Jock Peterson had a home run. Uh, so I was wrong about that. I hope Mike Miner doesn't listen because uh, I think I just blacked this game out. Yeah, I'm sorry. That guy fucking sucks. He does suck. I don't think. I think he's too old. Doesn't know how to use podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> right, man. <laughs> Jesus, it's just like they woke woke up uh, Rip Van Winkle and he's like, and they just went into his cave. He's like, huh? he's like, we need you to pitch. Yeah, huh? for who? Fucking for Mike Miner. Huh? Just gets shelled. shelled. It's like worse Wade Miley. That's, yeah, it's just flat Wade Miley. Oh, God. Yeah. If Wade Miley is like a delicious mm. hard seltzer on the rocks, sure. then Mike Miner is just like the last four sips of a White Claw that you left in your car overnight <laughs> from the drive home. Wade Miley is a tall 48-ounce aluminum bottle of Budweiser from the gas station. Yes. And Mike Miner is that bar mat at the end of the night that they ring out. Oh, yeah. And they put it in the sink, but instead they tip it and put it in your glass and then force you to drink it until the end of the year. Yes. That sounds like a personal thing. It sound, it's not that. It's not personal. It's just I've always wanted to try that. Oh, I thought that you had tried that before. No. What do they call that? Like a, a, like a, a last shift or something? Some, yeah. I would, I Closing would shift. Would you? If someone was like, hey, man. 200 bucks. 200 bucks at the end of the night? Yeah. If I'm there at close, I'm probably pretty sauced. Exactly. I'd so, do that. Yeah, I would too, because what's, what's the worst thing that can happen if you drink that? You're going to throw up, which you're probably going to anyway. Fine, then I'll be able to drive home. Right. <laughs> 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 so, Jesus Christ, Drury hit a homer. Ugh, fucking embar- goddamn embarrassing. Senzel, one for three, though. Against uh, Logan Webb, who is also very good at baseball. Yes, six innings pitched, two hits, one run. No, none of them earned. Again, more bad defense by the by the Giants. Two walks, six Ks. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, Mike Miner, five innings pitched, eight hits, six earned runs, two walks, four Ks, one, two, three dingers. Good Whoa. lord. See you, Mike. Good God. See you, Mike. And then Sunday. This is when the magic happened. Yeah, baby. Ten to three with seven runs in the third. Boy, we had a seven run and a three run inning, right? Howdy! Yeah, the, the seven run inning was so long that Nick Senzel forgot that he had to go and bat again. Yeah, he was just like, "Wait, what? I'm up? Yeah, I'm on it." Oh, thank God for the pitching change. Yes, because then he ran out to the um, on deck circle and started just getting ready. Yeah. Fucking wild. Uh, Votto with a double. Matt Reynolds with a double. Drury with a triple. Out there in that deep-ass right center field. <sighs> it was nice to see. Yes. Triples alley. And all, I didn't say any. They said no home runs. Yes. None. Death by a million cuts. They were just hitting the ball. The ball was rolling around all that big-ass green yep. grass out there, and they were just running around the bases. Running around. And Tyler Malley, six and two-thirds, four hits. Yeah. I was on the dick there. Yeah. Three earned runs, not on the dick there. Yeah. One walk, seven case, gave up one homer, two. Mike Yastrzemski. But Sesa came in, San Martin came in, and Fartmorn came in. Shut it down, but it's easier to shut it down when you have that big when of a lead. When you have a seven-run cushion. When nothing's on the line. Yeah. When something's on the line, Sesa's been bad. Yes. San Martin has been bad. Yes. Art Warren has been bad. 
it's like, man. I know, but they're, they've got to be our leverage guys, too, because right. we don't have any of that. Not at the moment when you have Lucas Sims, who's still out, and Alexis Diaz, who's also out. So it's like both of your high leverage back end dudes, and then your other setup slash lefty. Justin. Right? Yeah, yeah, Justin Wilson also out. Well, Wilson's out for the year with with TJ. So yeah, it, like well, just don't say, even, just forget about it. It's like saying TJ Antone's out. <sighs> TJ for TJ. God, you forget Imagine about if you Antone. Had I know. Those. I, I know. didn't forget. It's just no. You forget. I know. Yeah, you don't have it. Yeah, I didn't forget. It's just like I have. I have like blocked it out because of. Imagine if. We would have had him the whole year last year, too. God damn. He'll be thrown off a mound in the next couple weeks, though. Yeah. In their, or he's long toss program. So he'll be back next year. That, which is huge. That's massive. No yeah. sticky stuff. But, you know, after TJ, you're kind of just drawing boarding it, you know. Right. And hopefully, you know, isn't this his third it's his third round with TJ? I didn't realize that. Jesus. Which is like the kiss of, which supposedly is the kiss of death. But, hey, man, we believe. We totally believe. Man, so it was a good series. Oh, it was a Took great two of three. series Took on the two road. Of three. Also, uh, the Reds—that's the first time they won back-to-back series on the road this season. There you go. And against a very good San Francisco Giants team yes. that still just baffles me how they're yeah. still this good. So good. Re- they have some pretty good starting pitching. They have enough guys that just get on. They've got enough power hitters. It's like they have just enough to be a good. They have team. a good baseball team. It's just enough to be good. Nick Senzel, man. Here you go. Are you ready? Nick Senzel, 6 for 11 with a double, three runs, four ribs, and also importantly, two stolen bases. Yeah, make it. Yeah, cause some havoc out there on the path. Get on. Get, get over. over. Get, get in. in. George Grant. So, but like, dude, that's what you needed to see. He said he was working on some stuff, like he was pulling double duty. They sat him for a game, and they're like, hey, take your time, take a breath. And he's just been working on his swing and trying to do some new stuff, and it's actually starting to pay off yeah so good for him fuck yeah after just shitting on him yeah he turned it around it's a good week great week he had a good week good on him good Uh, job nikki now this is something i talked with uh mr danny rocket and michael cotton of the san San, of the ron of the san ranto podcast last night albert almora jr Mm, what a what a guy we were like thank you so much yeah and i brought up i'm like yeah his average numbers have dipped but his power numbers have increased, and they went, oh, ho, ho, worry about that. Yeah. And when I was like, I was like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, he thinks he has power, so what it means is his average is going to dramatically drip, but he dip, but he's not going. He's not going to have like, you know, outlandish power numbers. No, exactly. He through the Dodgers series, he's four for twenty-two with two home runs, four runs, four ribs. I mean. I'd rather have more hits and being on, right? Because we don't we don't need him to be the power guy. Yeah, he doesn't. That's he what, didn't get brought on on a scratch off ticket to get us twenty five home runs. <laughs> no, he got brought on <laughs> to just be a baseball player who can get out there and run around. Yeah, to be a guy who could hit. He's got the potential to be like a 250 guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like you just aren't. It's just not there. I mean, his in this series, his weighted runs created plus 65. I mean, he's 182, 182, 455 in that, in that stretch right there. Tommy Pham dropped off a little bit, which I think he had a little bit on his mind when he was out in San Francisco. Yeah. So you kind of got to cut him a break. Three for 25. He's got one homer, three, th- uh, three runs, four ribs. 
125, 160, 250 with a way to run graded plus of seven. That's bad. Yeah. Um, and dad in this in this stretch, he had a day off against the Dodgers, but five for twenty, one run, one rib. He's uh, two sixty three, three hundred four twenty one. Way to run creative plus of 85. Okay. He's getting Above back average, off the mat. Yeah. He's getting back off the mat after yeah. he was running a little slow. But dear mother of God, these next two dudes where I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. These were your, one was a $1 scratch off. The other was a $5 scratch off with Drury. Dude, he was in this against the Dodgers and the two games he played against the Giants. Seven for 22, two doubles, a triple, a homer, three yeah. RBIs. <laughs> yeah, going off. 318-318-636. Crushing the ball. He's weighted on base average 403. Come on, man. Yeah. This guy is nothing but a cornerstone to be traded. Yes, probably. <laughs> He's on a one-year. You figure out who plays. We, we have Mike Moustakis, which no one will take him off our hands. I didn't even look at his numbers because I'm not even going to waste my time or your time. <laughs> and then Donovan Solano is who we thought he was going to be. Studley. Dude. Six for 18 with three doubles, three runs, two ribs, 375, 444, 563. Let's fucking go. Yeah, there you go. Dude, the guy smashes the ball. Yeah, it'd been nice to have that at a couple more weeks. <laughs> it would have been nice to have that at the beginning of the year. No shit. When we were shit. floundering. Because the guy just, his nickname, Donnie Barrels, because he just barrels up the ball. Yeah, just hits the ball. Hits the piss out of it. You can see, I like jumps off his bat at just a low angle to get through, and he's just like, I'm going to get on. I'm probably going to hit a double. I'll be lucky to hit a homer. Right. But I'm going to fucking be there. It's, it's great to, I mean, it's just nice to see, like, it's coming together when it's do, too do your, late. Do your bones tell you that he's gone as well? Yeah. Really? I think my bones tell me. Did we pick him up to move him? I don't know. It was a one-year 4.3. So it was kind of like when the Nationals signed, when the Nationals signed Nelson Cruz. Okay. That's kind of how I've looked at all of this if it was going to fall apart, which is like, oh, a lot of these guys on one-year show-me deals, they're showing you, now we deal them. Yeah, right. That's not a bad tactic. Show-me, deal. Let's go. I mean, and also, like, Farmer almost likely, that's that's my bet, is that he'll get moved too because he's on a, on a one-year. Right. So you've got that law. You've got a little bit of an interesting situation here where you've got – so, okay, Drury's at third, sure, but then you just put Mike Moustakis back there. Kyle yeah. Farmer's at short, short, sure, but... Barrero. Uh, Barrero. Jose Garcia, let's put him in at short. Second base is always India. First base is, is Votto. Donovan Solano, he was another guy who was rotating in at second, short, or second and third, and maybe some outfield. Cool. You have other guys that can do that, too. Um, yeah, man, it, it sucks to finally get it in motion and everything, but... But this we'll here we it. are. Well, here we are. Trade deadline coming up. I mean, the Yankees are at Wrigley right now. Yeah. Because of Luis Castillo starting tonight. Oh, the Yankees are at Wrigley? Mm-hmm. No shit. So, there you go. I mean, the Yankees have been wanting Luis Castillo for like three years. Oh, yeah. he's out. They've grumbled about him for a long time. Yeah. He's a Yankee. He's a Yankee. Um, the other guy, I mean, like, that's the thing, too, that we're talking about here is like, so say you trade Tyler Malley and say you trade Luis Castillo. Okay, cool. Then you get Connor Overton back and you slug him. You put him back. Oh, in dude, there. I'm 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 stoked on it, arms wise. Just because yeah. it's like the sooner we can get these guys reps, the sooner that it could potentially turn into just like 
one of the craziest fucking staffs in the league. Quick, like I, I young mean, and quick. No, yeah, young and quick and producing and in the lineup, and they're twenty three. Yeah. It's it could look a lot. I mean, it's I'm excited from that angle. I mean, that's some Tampa Bay shit. I mean, to go, you know, barring injuries, barring yada yada, to go fucking whatever in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Green, Lodolo, Ashcraft, Overton, Dunn. Right. With more in the stable. Yeah, it's freaking nuts, dude. That's really quite sick for again 2024 2025 whatever but at least next I would year say even sooner than yeah, that next year of course sooner like you also have brandon allen or sorry not brandon allen geez louise brandon williamson oh like, yeah the, 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 uh, the big piece of the winker trade has been floating between double and triple a wouldn't be shocked if he's up here this year too yeah and like august september yeah yeah for sure another hole open you know what i mean like it's it's just like get through this year get these guys ready and be excited about what we have coming up but don't fret and be like oh they trade away more of my favorite players yeah it can't be that and i was about to say that earlier it just with the you know the idea of who could potentially be going it's a pretty long list of players like the the average fan will just see this and be like oh my god what the fuck yeah and it's also like, well, that's also, uh, that's giving the Reds credit for uh, having fans there. Yeah. Are you ready for this? No shit. Uh, this is from uh, Bobby Nightingale Jr. The Reds at their current average attendance are on pace to draw 1.373 million fans in their 80 games at home, which would be the lowest in great American ballpark history. Um, considering taking out like 2021, where it was like sure. half capacity, all that stuff. Sure. Um, uh, this, this club hasn't drawn fewer than 1.629 million fans in a season without capacity limits since 1984, and it's still attracted 1.505 million fans. Yeah, was a... There's no reason for your average fan to give a fuck. So that's what we're on pace for right now with before we trade away seven players that the average <laughs> fan are familiar with. Correct. Well... That'll be some brutal times. It'll get worse and worse and worse. I mean, think about it. Are, I mean, in, in August, are you going to want to go to, like, if get into the mindset that they we're, you know, you're just a normal dude, yeah. desk job, yes. couple kids, whatever, and you're like, and you don't love baseball. You're like, I, I'm around. In August, are you going to take your family to Great American Ballpark? No, you're going to go across the river to the fucking Newport Aquarium. You're going to go to the aquarium. You're going to go to the Florence Y'alls. You're going to go to FC Cincinnati. Yeah. Who is in a playoff hunt. Yep. I mean, there's other... And so you feel bad. Yeah. But you know what? They'll still be here, and they'll be better when they come we'll back. We'll be there. We'll be there. Of course we'll be there. Yeah. We'll love this game. We'll love this team. So, overall, man, it's just like... Fuck. I don't know. But... You're just going through the hard part. Just go... This is the hard part, again, you know? But it yes. will be shorter yeah. than it was yeah. than when we started this podcast. It will be. It will be a lot shorter. It will be. Um, especially once you get Nick Lodolo back. And what really does suck is having Jonathan India get hit by that pitch. Yes. Good news. X-ray's negative. So just... It just hurts. Just hurts. Like shit. Just, it's a little bit of flesh and a, bru- and a bruise. Yep. You'll be fine, kid. Um, Vladimir Gutierrez, right arm soreness. That's just what... It, dude, he just hasn't been right since his arm fell off in September last no. year. Nope. Just let him... Maybe... Maybe... 
just, just sit yeah. for two months. Hang out. Just yeah. let your arm rest. Uh, Tyler Stevenson is healing faster than expected. Uh, uh, he'll start hitting again in the coming week. That's huge. Massive. No pain. Still a little st- Stiff a little, but I've obviously been sitting in the cast for almost two weeks. I think it's the stiffness from that. I keep on building my strength, and we'll be all right. That's fucking huge. That's another guy that opens up a hole. So yeah. say you trade Tommy Pham and left. I'm like, Tyler? Learn it. We're going to lose a lot of Get games. You're going to do it in left field. Yep. Or Amos Garcia can handle it back here. Yeah. We're fine. And Chris Oakey. They'll figure it out. Uh, Tyler Naquin, early July. Fucking still left quad strain. Uh, Jeff Hoffman, zero designation, but he is just on the IL, but could be back soon. Right. I think that's just a sore arm. Sure. Just like, we don't know. It hurts. It hurts. Give him some time off. And Lodolo uh, made a second rehab start in Louisville on June 23rd. So he'll make another rehab start tomorrow. That's huge. So he could be back up here in no time. He'll be up here probably like next week. It, yeah, it is worth saying here. Just to say we said it on the pod. I can't remember if we said it pre-pod or during pod. But with all the trade talk and everything, that looming, it is worth saying, if tonight is the last game that Luis Castillo pitches for the Reds, yeah, La Pedra, it's been great. It's been awesome. You've been in, yeah, what an incredible pitcher. To think about that we traded him for uh, Dan Straley. Yeah. So one of the great all-time Reds flips, dude. <laughs> and if we can flip it again and go and get some, like, you know, some, some stud from the Yankees farm. I don't know who they got to offer, but... Uh, I've got you covered. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. So if I'm uh, Nick Crawl, I am asking for uh, Jason Dominguez. I'm- who is who? Who is what? Jason Dominguez is uh, the third best prospect in the Yankees system. You're not getting Anthony Volpe. He's no. their number one prospect. They what? No, but him. I'm saying, what is uh, Dominguez like? Is he a, is he an arm? He's an outfielder. Okay. Uh, Oswald Peraza well, might be a guy that who should be ready this year, but he might be able to slide in with uh, Isaiah kiner falefa at short, depending okay. on what happens. So um, I'm asking. I'm for sure asking for Jason Dominguez, and I am probably also asking for Austin Wells, who's a catcher for the Yankees, okay. to fill in. Yes. Stop, stop, gap, stop yeah. it. So, and um, give me give me someone who's a little lower on the list. Give me a pitcher. I'm going to say, you're, I, with knowing absolutely nothing, this is when I should talk to the doctor and be like, hey, man, who from the Yankees organization would you? Yeah. If, the, if the trade doesn't happen, I will ask him this weekend to give me who he thinks would make sense pitching wise from the Yankees. Yeah. Um, but it fuck. Yeah. Fuck, it really it sucks. sucks. We've talked, we've lamented on this before, but it's just like 2020 was supposed to be it, dude. Yeah. It's supposed to be it. And 2021 was, it had to take a step back. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. So whatever. But yeah, this could be it for him. Let's, um, uh, Let's round third and head for home, shall we? Shall we, sir? Um, oh, yeah. Congratulations to Jesse Winker for a seven-game suspension. Oh, yeah. Holy really, shit. Really got I almost, I almost got us out of here without even talking about yeah. everything I've been watching for the past three goddamn days, yeah. dude. Um, how awesome was the—the was, the fight was awesome. The situation wasn't how it all started. We got to just stop letting— 
like managers chuck at folks. Yeah. Okay. You can't just go out and order that hit. I I feel like a ten game suspension isn't long enough for an interim manager. Right. Hey, you're gonna pitch at him because that's the way you think the game should be played. Twenty five games. Yeah. Um, Jesse Winger getting sevens absurd for that. Yes. He's the one who got hit. Yeah, he got plunked. He was also throwing bombs. <laughs> yeah. Like that video, there's a point kind of towards the end where you see Winker 26 yeah. just like punching, like throwing like six punches. <laughs> yeah, it ruled. It he was, was awesome. He was on fire. Dude. He was so mad. He was l- like, just fuck it. I would be too. He's like, why are you throwing at me? Like, why are we do? Why are we still doing this? Yeah, it's so f- like it's so stupid. Like Lorenzen accidentally drilled Justin Upton. Yeah, because he said, "Hey man, these balls are slick." Oh yeah, he came out and talked shit about it. He and, said these balls are ridiculous. And guess what? We felt him. Yeah, it's bullshit. Right yeah. to pair a couple like last earlier in the week too, which is getting balls and throwing them. Just like Lucas Sims in the rain, he was just like these aren't these aren't rubbed up right. Yeah, what are we? What are you doing here? Is what he said. And like, you can see him like go through like oh, oh, this one's good. Like, are you are you umps doing your job or the the staff that are handling the balls? Are you yeah, doing your that's job? The thing. I mean, that's where it comes from, right? It's like the staff at the stadiums doctor the balls up. That's what you're supposed to. Yeah, do. and it's clearly not happening. And then they go back, and then they accidentally the guy tries to throw inside on Mike Trout. Gets a little close inside, and then one goes over his head. Yeah. He wasn't trying to throw at him. And then Phil Nevin's just like, we're going to go get him. It's like, you should know better. You can see when someone's trying to throw at somebody. No one intentionally throws at someone's head. No, it's not a good look. It's a terrible look. Yeah. Yeah. Winker got his licks in, man. It made (laughs) me hype to see. Did you see? And then Rossiel Iglesias launching the seeds onto the ground, onto the field. Awesome. Yeah. And then the fact that Abigail was back, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just in the stands, wanting to see her two favorite Reds in Mariners uniforms. Winker and Gino. Yeah. And then they get tossed. And they, Mom has to explain, yeah, they got thrown out again, and she's bawling. <laughs> and then Winker sent a signed ball it's out. the best thing that's ever happened to this little girl. Dude, she's killing it right now. Yeah. Just, she has some superpower. Uh but, uh, dude, sent a ball out signing saying that I'm sorry. So she has a so- I am sorry for getting thrown out of a game ball signed from Jesse Winker and Joey Votto. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. And sent her a chocolate milk. Sent her a chocolate milk. Did you see the thing about the pizza? Uh-uh. So Jesse gets thrown out, and then there's a fan in, uh, I forget where she was. I think it was like Texas or Atlanta. She was in Atlanta, I think, maybe once, a southern city. And she's a Mariners fan, and she ordered Mountain Mike's pizza on DoorDash and said, deliver this to Jesse Winker. It's for you. It's like, you've earned it. Yeah. Quote tweeted, sent it out. And people, like, she's like, the con- the driver needs to get in. I need help. Which gate? Like, he's at gate A. Who yeah. can help me? And, like, everyone shared on Twitter. No like, way. the post. And someone within the Angels organization went out, got the, the fucking DoorDash driver, took the pizza down to Jesse. Jesse reached out to the person who sent it. In the it. clubhouse? Yes. That same night. That same night, the pizza got there. It was hot. The pizza got taken down to the clubhouse. Jesse ate it. Jesse reached out to the person who got it and said, hey, thanks for the pizza. It was actually delicious. Yeah. Wow. And then all of the people surrounding that tipped the fuck out of that Uber driver. That's amazing. They set up a cash app for him, and it's like, send a tip to him. He cleared, supposedly he cleared five figures. 
mm. of people just tipping within That's the Mariners orders, like Mariners fandom. That's incredible. And then he donated a bunch of it too. He's like, but thank you for changing me and my family's life. I donated some of it, but I also needed some of it. So wow. What oh, a what guy. a good story. Yeah. That's amazing. And it all just stemmed from Jesse Winker just causing complete mayhem. It's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. See, there are cool things that come outside of of what happens on the diamond. That's why I love this game, man. Yeah, for and the interaction sure. and the fans are like because it gives you room to explore. Like, how often do you see like someone get thrown out of a football game and then it's just like, we got your pizza. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Never happens. No, you never see that. No, too too guarded. Of course, too like unattainable. Correct. Yeah, baseball can work like that, man. It's pretty that freaking bad rad. fucking rules. I love that. I do too. And my the the best part of the actual brawl was Shohei Otani trying to get in there. Yeah. And then his interpreter just grabbed him like dum 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 dum. No, sir. Nope, you're half a billion dollars. You're half a billion dollars. <laughs> no, sir. Nope. You are better than Babe Ruth. You don't get in this scrum. Man, that that old tweet made the rounds again on baseball Twitter, like a screenshot of it, where it's like, every time I turn on the TV or look at my phone, uh, someone's saying, uh, Mike Trout is batting 500 for the year, and Shohei Otani's done something that hasn't happened since Tungsten Armo Doyle in 1912. Yeah. And the Angels, Angels are five games out of first place. <laughs> it's fucking unreal. Fucking so brutal. Figure it out. It's better for the sport. Well, let's uh, let's round third and head for home, shall, shall we? we? Let's shall do we? it. Let's uh, let's. What are we doing here? Are we scoring from first on a double? Are we rounding third and heading for home, trotting after a home run? Hmm. Is it a walk with the bases loaded? I think it's a trot after a home run. We're, okay, so yeah, this was a good episode. I feel very good about yeah, it. Yeah, we knocked this shit out of the park. Yeah, baby. we did. All right, so we're rounding third, heading from home after hitting a couple dingers. After hitting a couple dingers, what do we got tomorrow? We are on the same oh, show. Oh, fuck yeah, Chameleon. Chameleon, your yeah, boy. Baby. It's Billy DeVore and Friends. That'll be fun. That'll be it's super good, fun. Good lineup. Me, you, Barnaclo, who else? Uh, Pigman, Nick Higdon. Nick the Human Pig. John Holmes. Let's go. And Breezy Lee. There we go. So that's a great show. Fun times. Eight o'clock, it's free, it's fun. And then you this weekend, buddy. This weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six shows, co-headlining Go Bananas Comedy Club. It's going to be mm-hmm. sick. It'll be super fun. Catch me uh, Thursday morning on Good Morning Cincinnati. Well, yeah, you got to tell me what time you're going on. So yeah, I, can I think have it on, uh, uh, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Uh, perfect. Yeah, you, y'all got it tuned in. Tuned in, baby. Tuned in, baby. Tuned in. Tuner on it. What is that like online or what is it? Channel, It'll just be on TV. Channel what? Good morning. Good morning, Cincinnati. Yeah. Is so are you going to nine, twelve, nineteen? It's not nineteen. So it's 12? I think so. Local 12? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good morning. Yes, it is local 12. You'll yeah. be right by my house. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. You're like, yeah, it's literally two steps. Hold on. That way. I'll swing by after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll celebrate. Fuck with, yeah, with man. Just a uh, big cup of coffee. Catch it, day, baby. So, yeah. Also, let me see here. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else coming up. Uh, July 5th, Five Points Park. We're back, baby. Returns to the park. Returning to the park. And then, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's what I got. That's what I got on the calendar. Pretty juicy, baby. Juicy, woozy. Fuck yeah, dog. So, uh, thank you to InTheClutch.com. Fuck yeah. Thank you to Sports Drink for helping us... Uh, and thank you for watching yes. and listening. Hopefully this stream, this isn't like <laughs> completely fucked because it doesn't look great. 
It's not looking promising. Really? It's just frozen. The camera? The camera. God damn it. I think it's time that I get a new laptop. Is she running hot? A little steamy. A little steamy. So, uh, as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty, babe. We didn't talk about the Cubs for the fucking pictures. Didn't talk about the what? The Cubs series, which is fine. Because I just need to see if this works or not. God damn it. When did that happen? Uh, a little halfway over half, through. A little over halfway. Fuck. You kept your composure. That's what I do. I couldn't tell. God damn it. I know, I'm so mad. I am juxtaposed to your anger. I am so fucking thrilled about this shirt. I'm glad. Yep. Frozen. And with no audio. Hey, hey. What the fuck? Just the camera. The whole thing. The whole. The whole video, the whole YouTube. So here's the deal. Look at this. Wait, the audio version is fucked as well? No, no, no. Just the video for this. So what I can do is I can sync these two up. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Mm. 